Good afternoon and welcome to Susan Harmon Experience She, where today we're experiencing some really interesting stuff. Ain't that right, Eric? Well, you know, we're it's an interesting life. It's an interesting world. <laughs> it's just, it's just, the last three years, seriously, every day, it's been something. Yes. But the last couple of weeks, it has escalated. Um, okay, so as I am speaking, our president is speaking, I'm assuming. Because it's 3 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time. And uh, my understanding was he was going to declare a national emergency at 3 p.m. Eastern time, which is noon Pacific time, which mm -hmm. is now. Yes. So we will try to stay abreast of that, folks, during the show and uh, see if we can make a comment or two. Well, we can't guarantee anything <laughs> these days. Um, but uh, uh, it appears that Washington State is in the you know, um, in the crosshairs. Well, um, yeah, we have been the epicenter uh, for this. That's uh, true. Uh, coronavirus outbreak uh, in the United States so far. But we, we've got cases all over the country now. That's true. Um, so it's not like, you know, <laughs> we're the only place with, with issues at this point. And also the worst thing, I'm serious about this when I say that. The worst thing we can do is panic. That it, It's just, I, you know, I've been doing a lot of research this morning on what this virus looks like, uh, you know, how it, uh, how it uh, is spread, uh, the ways it is. And there's certain things that are really fascinating to me. And we're definitely going to talk about this today because this is currently what's going on and it's probably the most important thing. Yep. We do have, I think, somebody on the on the line. We we've got Leah on hold. Leah Phillips, my buddy from the yeah from the Bay Area. Hey, Leah, I another place you. where another place where the coronavirus is thinks is a fun place to visit. All the schools are closed here. I've in the city uh, now, Santa Clara County, but that's Silicon Valley, and a lot of those people travel to those countries. That's so, true. You know, so hello. And then you and you've got everyone in a panic. I went to get some water for an older neighbor and there was no water in any store that I went to. There was nothing on the aisles, all the beans were gone, the rice was gone, uh, uh, all the like sausages were uh, everything was just gone. The fresh vegetables were there, but everything else was going. Yeah, and there's a Here's the thing, is I think when people first started uh, going and taking huge amounts of toilet paper out of uh, Costco, I think that, that was when they should have put a limit. You get <laughs> one big yeah. package of toilet paper. If that won't last you for two weeks, you've got a serious problem. <laughs> <laughs> Only take as much as you need for two to three weeks. And don't take more than that. Um, you know, I, I there's the I was talking earlier with someone today that to me the underlying factor that makes things not work in our country and in the world at large is greed because greed fuels yeah. uh, corruption, 
Greed fuels fear because greed is fear. Greed says, I got to grab everything I can because there's not enough. Well, I've been saying that all week. The bigger pandemic here is fear. Exactly. And I've been through some earthquakes and I've had people show up at my door after the earthquakes and they would look at me and say, but you're so calm. Well, I am calm because I will not get caught up in the fear. Because it's not going to help anything. It's going to make it all worse. And we just need to remember that, you know, we just sometimes have to go through some good, hard battles. My daughter reminded me of um, uh, when that, Eric, do you remember the earthquake, uh, gosh, at the, like about 20 years ago, the bit, the biggie? Sure. Uh, what year? I can't even remember what year that was now. But... Um, um, when it hit, we're in West Seattle, and it just started. My girl, she's, what's going on? I said, earthquake. She, and she's grabbing things. And I said, <laughs> remember the serenity prayer. This is one of the things you can't do anything about. And then I said, I'm doing all this very calmly. And I said, but this is lasting a little longer than I thought it would. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, it was 2001 when the Nisqually uh, earthquake hit. Yeah, yeah. And that Definitely. was a biggie. Yeah, it was indeed. It was a biggie. So, and I had been just earlier than that when it hit. I'd been standing in a doorway waiting for a ride that twenty minutes later was filled with bricks that came down. <laughs> so, like, well, twenty minutes is good. Plenty of time, you know. <laughs> so, the thing is, you have the option every day on how you're going to spend that day. I agree. And uh, you and I were talking, Leah. I guess it was yesterday or the day before. It's a blur. It's all a blur. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, about the the different attitudes and and you know what they're you know what they're happening. I mean, you can look right now. I don't know if anybody could hear the mic. Should have picked it up. Huge clap of thunder, you know, and lightning. We're we're under flash flood warnings here, and this is the weekend that we decided to do a garage sale. So. <laughs> Uh, boy. Yeah, so um, if people, and people, you know, in Arizona, people don't go out in the rain. <laughs> it's, you know, like, oh, it's raining. I can't go out there. Uh, so it's a, it, it was a, it was a, it was an interesting choice. It's a tough time for business endeavors right now. <laughs> whether or exactly, not. Yes. Unless yeah, you it's... sell a toilet paper. Yes, there you go. If your garage sale is nothing but toilet paper, you're going to be in good shape. <laughs> Ooh, that's what I could do. I could sell it ten dollars a roll. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We could start a business on our own. <laughs> yeah, a little gouging, you know. Um, yeah, and it's and it is amazing. And honestly, hand sanitizer doesn't do that much anyway. Uh, you're better off with soap and water. Yes, I agree. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of things. In fact, I was researching this morning on this virus, and it's actually a they they said a pretty wimpy virus, but it's an insidious virus. You know, it's kind of a pa I guess that's it. Passive aggressive is the best way to describe it. <laughs> I know some people that might you know get along with it well. <laughs> you can start saying, "Well, you certainly are a coronavirus." <laughs> <laughs> so, but this is 
really curious, and we all need to be very aware that it's not funny. And yes, I like try to laugh a lot because it keeps me not crying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not laughing because people are dying. Understand no. that. Um, I'm laughing at the reaction to it. Yes, but you and I, Aaliyah, are of a, of an age where the, we're we're in the vulnerable age space. The yes. difference with us and other people are we're in fairly good health. Uh, we don't have underlying. Um, a friend told me this morning that she heard someone say, "Well, I think it would be great if these people would die off, and then we could get uh, rid of Trump." I'm like, "Uh, no. Uh, wouldn't it be better if we just talked ideas with them <laughs> instead of trying to physically I eliminate?" Am one of the, I am very vulnerable because I've spent since 2004 working really hard to get my health back together because I don't have an artery. I had the widow maker. I don't have a stent. But I learned to make choices for my health and a lot of that is learning to keep anxiety away and keep people exactly. with anxieties away. And, and when things are really awful and I could go to all the awful things, I turn it around. It's my gift. I turn it around and I start counting my blessings. And I have to tell you, I've laughed all week because I try to teach this to people all the time. Count your blessings. Be grateful for the toilet paper. Well, you know what? That took a whole new world this week. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, you know, if you got some toilet paper, you're doing good. <laughs> but we, yeah. we have so much to be grateful for. I mean, what if there was no way that we knew what was going on? Think what that would be. right well and it's that's like and I, that, that wasn't that the flu epidemic in was it 1917 or 1918 yes. because the, we didn't have the communication that we have now we know what we know what happens in south korea you know today um so it's it's a difference you know i mean i always point out the war of 1812 was over when the battle of new orleans was fought it was over. It'd been over for two weeks, and they didn't know that. And so they had this huge battle. That's a good point, right? You know, Bryce, so Bryce now, is reading. Bryce is reading that book, Influenza, and it is okay. pretty amazing what happened back then. And and that was a pandemic, but we have yes. a different world. We have much more interaction globally now than we did at that time. And isolationism is not the answer. You don't shut out the Europeans without discussing it with them first. Cooperation okay. and working with people is the way to go. But it would have taken so long to make the phone calls to those European leaders. <laughs> <laughs> that and so here's a person who wants to shut down the state of Washington who himself has been exposed to the coronavirus and has not gotten tested. That's true. You want to talk hypocrisy, that's the best we can say about that. That's the very best we can say. And I will give this to, to uh, what's his Tom uh, Tom Cruise, no, Ted Cruz from uh, Texas and Gay, Gates in Florida, a guy I can't stand. And I'll, but they're self-isolating. They're self-isolating until they see what's going on. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm that it's very sensible. I'm, I feel like I need to do that for my own well-being because I, I want to stay away from the 
I mean, I when I when I was at the store just now, I wiped everything off. I was being very uh, grounded and in the moment and very aware of where I was. But I would ask the cashiers, so how are people? What does it feel like to you? And all of them said the same thing: like people are going crazy. Right, and here's and here's the thing: the vi- the coronavirus lives for about three days on a non-porous surface. Um, and I was talking to someone who, who she's going to be on the show. Uh, she's going to be calling in in about ten minutes or so. But she um, mentioned. I said, "Well, you know, they're recommending bleach. You know, diluted bleach is a disinfectant." She said, "Well, hydrogen peroxide works works better than bleach does, and it doesn't stain." So I'm like, "Oh, oh I didn't know that. That's I did not job. know that either." Well, here's the most important thing: don't drink the bleach <laughs> they, no. they, literally there was you know uh, home remedies going around for this thing and one of them was drink bleach that'll kill it no whatever you do that is incredibly no. dangerous and stupid don't drink bleach use yeah. it to clean your areas clean the surfaces clean the yes. surfaces yes but don't ingest it Right, and wiped down. And one of the things they were doing in China was disinfecting the streets. And they're saying, well, they weren't sure using bleach, you know, in that how how good that was in terms of the environment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it has it has other other ramifications that may not be that great. But if you look at South Korea, they tested ten thousand people a day. Wow. And my concern is why is our country so far behind, besides the fact they got rid of all the scientists at the CDC who could have done anything, why not use the uh, testing that Germany has, which other countries are using, and it's really a good test? Well, what is this deal that we know everything? We don't know everything. There are other people on this planet who know stuff we don't know, obviously. Are they worried about, is it because people are worried about how people react and I mean what would fuel that that doesn't even make sense I don't know do you have a view on this Eric uh, why we're not doing the testing? I, you know, this is a, a, an open question, and uh, it seems like we may actually be kind of short on the the tests that we have yes, here. We are yeah. very short. Um, we, and we, we, we don't have a good system set up for people that uh, feel like they may have the symptoms to go get a test. Uh, so, you know, yeah, it's it's kind of scary at the moment. Now, here's an interesting thing to me. The tree pollen is impacting me right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm sneezing with a runny nose. I don't have any fever. I don't have any cough. I don't have any. I know that this is pollen allergy. I mean, I know that, but I'll tell you what, I bet if I go over, if I go to Costco or go somewhere in public today, people are going to freak out if I start sneezing and, um, you know, you know, sniffling. Yeah. No, I, I think uh, all of us that are dealing with a little bit of allergies right now are going through the same thing where we, you know, are, are kind of like in fear <laughs> Not uh, necessarily <laughs> having the COVID-19, but that, you know, our allergy symptoms <laughs> are going to appear as, you know, part of this uh, pandemic. And people are going to I've thought about wearing really a little sign yeah. that says, this is a pollen allergy. <laughs> <laughs> 
crossword chess. But, Bye. you know, if you do have the, the <laughs> symptoms, you know, it is best to seek medical help, of course. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Symptoms in, uh, including fever, cough, and shortness of breath. Now, what they said is the, fe- the fever spikes and then goes away, but the, the virus is still in your body. Yes. And um, it lives inside for a long time. So a persistent pain or pressure in the chest, uh, confusion, confusion or inability uh, to get up and move, uh, bluish lips or face. These are uh, things that you immediately want to get checked out. Correct. Correct. I had not heard some of those things. And this is coming from CDC.gov. This CDC. Is the, yeah. If you, if you did not watch Stephen Colbert last night, no. Uh, he had Sanjay, doctor, the doctor, on, who's really good. And they had a really excellent discussion on this. Go on YouTube, folks who are listening. Go on YouTube and go to last night's, uh, March the 12th, uh, Stephen Colbert Tonight Show and, and, and look at the interview uh, with, uh, what's his name, Sanjay what? Gupta like Sanjay Gupta? Yeah, uh-huh. Sanjay Gupta. And uh, it's a really uh, good discussion, uh, you know, on the what COVID-19 is what we're calling now the coronavirus, COVID-19. Do you know, it's interesting in the research I did this morning uh, that it's related to MERS, but it doesn't have the, you know, the intensity that that virus does. Some of these viruses are, are very interesting. And... Well, um, they are interesting because they can take somebody with a good immune system down quickly. Just yeah, depending on the virus, yeah. Yeah. Now, here's the other uh, thing that uh, that I found in, in my research on it, too, was that w- you can get it a second time, and your oh. your chances of death go up 30% on the, on the second uh, um round with this COVID-19. Um, but other countries are, they, they got ahead of the game. China, uh, South Korea, they really went, jumped in and did things. And, and one of the things that uh, um, the doctor said last night on Stephen Colbert was, we can't do in our country what they could do in China because there's an authoritarian this is how we do it. Everybody falls in line, and people are used to falling in line. In this country, we're like, oh, I don't know. I don't think I'll do that. No. You know what I mean? So, um, uh, Well, we're all in this together, so we all have to yes. cooperate. Well, well what a, a good concept, Eric. <laughs> yeah. well, it's and- also a good time to really look at, you know, the connectedness we all have to everything. Right. Yes. And yes. to really, you know, think about that. And and again, you know, part of, I don't know, I, when I came to the Bay Area in 1980, I had a teacher that really taught her leadership group that we need to limit input. Now think about that. 1980, there were no computers on your desk. There was no phone in your hand. But this woman was so into making sure we understood what that would do for us. And what happens when we limit the input and shut up and just listen within our own body, within our own self, we start to hear answers that we're not going to get listening to everyone else. 
That's true. <laughs> and it's really maybe a good time right now for people to try that. I've lived and, my entire life like that. And I'm telling I, you, the gift that you can get by learning to be quiet and asking your soul, how do I get through this, will amaze you. And when you I, learn to listen and take that advice and see what it does in your life, your life will change and you'll be a happier human being. I, I agree with you, Leah, on that. I also think that, that it doesn't hurt to, to, to look at when people say, well, if you wipe down surfaces and keep them clean, that that's, yeah. you know, the, there are some things that we need to do as a group and something. We, I yeah. think you can do both things very readily, that you can go within, have that quiet space, figure th this out for yourself, also communicate with others right. who, are, who are not coming from a fear base, who are saying, okay, these are these are things that actually physically, you know, on this level, uh, will do good for us. Right, wash your hands way too much. You know, when I'm cooking in my kitchen, I am continually when I move from one thing to another, washing my hands. I like I'll be chopping vegetables. I'll go over to the sink. I wash my hands when I finish up. I, you know, I'm doing putting if mm -hmm. I'm using meat or things, you know, I. I clean in between all of these stages just in cleaning. It's my natural way of doing things. And in terms of, of getting, trying to get a bottle bottles of water, what about just filling up pitchers and things that you have in your house? Right. <laughs> You've got to sink with a faucet and use that water. Fill up the bathtub. You know, that's water. That's just what we thought. used to do in the country. That's right. We'd fill up the bathtub so we'd have water when the pipes froze. Correct. So, you know, there, there's multiple ways to gather water. And uh, so um, we've got uh, Shelly Erickson joining us. Uh, Shelly uh, and I knew each other in terms of the mortgage industry and actually I originally asked her to come on and speak for a few minutes because we're going to be doing a, a show uh, next month uh, uh, regarding the, the uh, whole foreclosure thing is still an issue that has never been addressed and this goes to what we started when we started talking earlier today when Leah and I were talking about the fact that Greed underlies so much of the problems that we have, not just in our country, but in in the world, and the greed of the mortgage industry that uh, that I see as one of the root causes of homelessness, uh, the big increase in homelessness that happened in this country, uh, that we've never never addressed. But since she and I also were talking about, unlike everybody else, <laughs> talking about COVID nineteen, uh, I thought, well. You know, bring you on and and let's talk about that uh, with the three ladies and Eric. Eric, you're always surrounded by women. I don't know how that is. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, she Shelly. How are you doing? Oh, real good, Susan. How about yourself? I am doing quite well, thank you. Uh, so, uh, you and I talked this morning, and and um, you were texting yesterday. Um, we actually were were texting about other things, and then of course we we started discussing this. And you had some pretty good insights. And you you you're this is actually the person, folks, who told me I mentioned this earlier with Leah that uh, about using hydrogen peroxide rather than bleach. 
Yes, check it online. It uh, kills more viruses than things you kill. And it doesn't stain anything, smell bad or anything, and it's very cheap. Yes, there and you know what? It's on the shelves. And it's on the shelves. Go buy it. I'm curious. I just looked for alcohol for the woman I was buying things for, and all the alcohol was gone. And I looked at the hydrogen peroxide, and I said, well, I guess that's not going to be any good. So, see, you just got me something. <laughs> Thank you. So that's yeah. good. What were some of the other things that you were that you were talking about, Shelley? Well, L-lysine is um, it's something that we need. It's a uh, need in our system. It's very healthy for you, and it's a, another very cheap product, and it um, builds your immune system and, and fights viruses. What um, is that? L-lysine. Spell and it. Also, iodine. Um, kill viruses. Iodine is one of the few things that'll help aid you against radiation, and it'll help kill uh, viruses as well. And manuka honey. Manuka honey is healthy for everyone, including pets, except for uh, when you lose a older, younger, uh, whether it be a puppy or a child, it can cause botulism. So you have to be after older than a year old to take manuka honey, and you should have 20 plus grade or higher. And it kills fungus, bacteria, viruses, and all sorts of things. It's very healthy to take a teaspoon a day and it can kill cancer cells. You can look that online to investigate it. It'll tell you so. Um, also, deep breathing oxygen. Oxygen kills viruses. It's the only thing that'll kill a flesh-eating virus. They put people in an oxygen tent, so deep breathing through your nose and slowly breathing out your mouth will help kill the viruses in you. Heat kills viruses. They hate it. They love cold. So keeping room temperatures up high. As a matter of fact, I saved half a litter of puppies because of my bad effort doing an autopsy on a litter that we had lost about four years ago, where we'd lost half of it. Said turn up the heat, make the house close to 100 degrees. It'll kill the virus in your puppies, and I saved half the litter because I turned the heat up as close to 100 degrees in the house as I could. So there's well, all kinds of things to look into. So one of the things um, now, Melinda Rabine uh, had had some major health issues, and there was a gentleman. I'm, this is terrible. I've forgotten his name, but he's the, called the medical into uh, medical. Uh, the medical medium is his name. He's out of New York, and he's written a number of books. Uh, let me see. I can. I've got the name here. Anyway, one of the things he talks about different foods, foods that help and foods that don't help. Uh, and the main thing with viruses, seriously, is to get your immune system uh, built yeah. up. Yeah. And that's, that's what L-lysine does for you. One of, the, one of the many things it does for you. Also, probiotics and prebiotics. People, um, their, their system is killed by all the antibiotics that are in the that's foods right. and, and medicines they take. So building your immune system up by uh, probiotics and prebiotics, like the gummies at Costco or even Greek uh, yogurt that um, states that it has prebiotics or probiotics and activia will help build up your immune system because it takes about two years for your immune system to rebuild itself after you take one bite antibiotic or anything or eat something with antibiotics in it. So we're lacking our immune systems are all down because of what we eat. So if you take prebiotics and probiotics, you're fine to even drop off weight with things like that because your body starts functioning right. Well, yeah. and and his oh, the gentleman's name is Anthony William, and most of most of what he talks about is diet. And I'm just going to kind of skip over the top, but he has one book called uh, "Cleanse to Heal," and uh, it says I'm just going to just say this is part of the tile. 
healing plans for sufferers of anxiety, depression, acne, eczema, Lyme, gut problem, brain fog, weight issues, migraines, bloating, vertigo, psoriasis, cysts, fatigue, PCOS, fibroids, UTI, endometriosis, and autoimmune. Well, that just about covers it once you say autoimmune. But the the in my opinion, the main cause of why we have most of those is the huge amount of pharmaceuticals that we're ingesting daily. Yes. Thank God that's the truth. And so <laughs> deep, if cleansing, we, deep cleansing your um, your gut is the vital too because they're coated with all of this toxic waste. That's and correct. So that's lemon, correct. lemon juice, uh, strong lemon juice will cleanse your gut. And ginger is really ginger, good. Ginger, yes. Mm-hmm. Ginger also, is excellent. Oregano, oil of oregano, a drop on that of that in coconut oil, raw yes. or virgin coconut yes. oil. Coconut oil is another thing that kills virus. Well, one of the things uh, that he mentions too, and I'm I'm going to quickly do it. He says foods that the viruses love that they because everything needs to eat. They mm-hmm. love sugar. So, I bet they love what? Sugar, probably. No, eggs is one of them. Hmm. Uh, they love eggs. They love corn. Uh, eggs is the number one. It says uh, they love dairy products, milk, cheese, butter, yogurt, kefir, other forms, gluten, and corn. So those are the ones he mentions. He says it, he says that it's difficult to combat viruses with these foods in your system. Uh, if you don't want to remove all these at once, you can still start protecting yourself more by removing one or two at a time and continuing to move the rest as you're able or if you become sick. So he's talking about, uh, you know, that I am of the school, though, that one size does not fit all, that different people yeah. need different things. So I you agree. have to find, you know, it's like I've had people that swear by zinc when they have a cold. It does nothing for me. In fact, it makes me feel less well. Um, I, I so, felt the same results off of zinc. I felt like it made, it, um, made me feel uh, weaker, too, and I thought it was my imagination that you're thinking the same thing. I'm saying the I, same I agree thing. With that. I agree with that. And I've been on a healing journey for a very long time, and, and I my white count was 17,000, and that's way Ooh, crazy. Way and now crazy. It's completely normal, and there's just so many things. I mean, eat, we eat to heal. And if yes. you can, like one of the things I've added in the last three years is uh, French grape seed and boswellia, which is uh, frankincense, and that works ah. on that. Uh, and and my doctors, my doctors are the Stanford doctors and the Cedars doctors, who honestly thought I was going to be dead. But I'm kind of tough, and I truly believe that if you give the body what it needs, it will heal. Oh, I um, agree. Learn yeah. to go that deep inside and ask my body what it needed. And what, what, I forgot your, the other woman's name, but everything she said, I agree with one million percent. And I just have to say that these are our choices. You know, we make the choice to heal. It doesn't do it to us. We have to learn and educate ourselves. Correct. So thank you for bringing these things up. We also I bring a lot of parasites a, yeah, into I our system talk. by eating, handling and eating things. And getting rid of parasites is, is crucial as well. And they're now saying um, that for a long time, if you look up on a video that says um, Mibendazole cures cancer, 
a video. You'll see a video on how dog warmers cure cancer. Now they're claiming online that benzazole, dog warmer, kills cancer. And a um, friend of the family that's a therapist and a chiropractor was going through chemo for brain cancer. And he told me, Shelly, that sounds so right because my my brain or my cancer specialist told me that his chemo is also actually dog warmer and that dog warmers were were uh, produced for invented for people but then were used for pets well okay so i hate to interrupt right at the moment but we got to take a short break we're going to take a a short break we're going to you know have some announcements there and then we're going to come back and i want to discuss some of the foods that are healthy for us some of the ways that we change the way we think about how we interact with others that also create a better immune system because your thoughts and your emotions Absolutely. impact on your body more than your body impacts on your thoughts and emotions. Absolutely. So folks, stay tuned to Susan Harmon Experience. She, where Leah Phillips and Shelley Erickson are joined me today to discuss Ways we can deal with, uh, what is it, the coronavirus is what, COD-19, whatever, I may have that wrong. COVID-19. COVID-19, right? Yep. Thank you, sir. COVID-19. See, the best part about Eric is everything I get wrong, he corrects. (laughs) (laughs) Not everything, but I do. (laughs) I do try and help you when I can. You, You certainly do, Ollie. Anyway, uh, stay tuned for more. You are listening to This is an Orbit Experience on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Are you ready to create relationships that actually work for you? Our Vast Institute Healthy Relationship Programs are designed for anyone ready to take relationships with self and others to the next level of confidence, trust, and intimacy. Enroll now for our April 5th program, Building the Healthiest of Relationships. If you're ready for a relationship where each person is free to learn, grow, and thrive, call us at 206-935-7872 or visit our website at vastinstitute.com to register. On Friday, Manson Mitchell play DJs for a day. Feeling lucky on Friday the 13th? Lucky you music to enjoy for an hour. On Saturday, Christopher Hill talks about the roots of rock and roll music and its endurance over many decades from his book, Into the Mystic. Bringing you mastery and mystery since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Susan Harmon is offering her skills as an intuitive counselor, medium, and energy healer via phone or Skype with her audience at a reduced rate of $40 for the first half hour. Susan listens to your guidance and gives what is needed for you in the present moment. Email susan at susanharmon.com and put I love the Susan Harmon hour in the subject line. This is a limited time offer, so set up your appointment by emailing susan at susanharmon.com today. No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Susan Harmon Experience. She, I'm here with uh, two people who are friends, um, Leah Phillips and uh, Shelley Erickson. Uh, we're talking about co- COVID-19. Did I get that right this time, Eric? Yes, you did. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so, um, 
we're, we're discussing that. Uh, Shelly originally was going to come on and speak uh, a little bit about uh, the mortgage industry. Everybody kind of has it out of their minds, but it hasn't gone away. And there are some real issues that we have to look at in terms of what we talked about at the beginning of the show, corruption and greed. Corruption is, is really caused from greed. And greed is caused from fear. So if we eliminated fear, woohoo, uh, and started loving each other and understanding that every single person on this planet is connected to every other person. Greed's also connected to power and those people that want to overpower us and use greed and corruption to take control. Right. But that's the illusion of power. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's all an illusion. Yeah, that's that's funny because I was saying that this morning. It's it's an it's a, it's a really strong illusion. It's an illusion nonetheless, right? So one of the so other things. Gonna, go ahead. Are we going to talk about how our thoughts can help all this? How what are yes. Um, I was going to mention celery juice. Now, I never really got a lot of benefit from celery juice, but I know other people that it has really done a world of good for them. I, so, I'm the same way. I, I agree with you. It needs to be organic. You, right. Celery, needs, they, they over, I think it has to be organic celery. Yeah. You can so, also, if you can't drink it, because I cannot drink a glass of celery juice myself, but I can eat celery sticks. Or I can add it to a salad or, you know, just chew right, it up. Right, right. Yeah, and, and one of the other benefits of celery, and or, seriously, there's a huge difference between organic and non-organic celery. I thought celery was just crunchy water until I ate organic celery. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, this has flavor. This is fantastic. <laughs> you know, so the the other thing to remember is it takes more calories to chew celery than there are in celery. That's interesting. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> Eating uh, celery. You they call that know. like a minus zero point calorie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and Leah, you brought up, I think, one of the most important things, how our thought, our thoughts and our emotions impact on our bodies and our interactions with other people. When I moved to the Bay Area in 1980, the first thing I really learned were the power of our words. And I, I'm a Southern Baptist girl from Georgia, and all of a sudden I was with all these like, people that were thinking things I'd never even considered before. And I used to stare at the communion table in the Southern Baptist Church, and it said, I am the resurrection and the life. So when I was having a massive heart attack, I actually looked up to the ceiling and said that really loud because I had learned that the power of the words and the what we put at the end of those I am words creates in your life. I know that to be true. I've lived it since 1980, and I have seen it and I've learned to catch myself because we all do it. We say, I'm fat, I'm tired, uh, those. If you could just learn to catch yourself or notice when you say it and learn to switch it in your brain, just reframing it like NLP teaches, it is amazing how things can change. So after my heart attack, the massive heart attack, the widow maker, 
out for four, three or four hours. Uh, doctor sent me home and told me it's time to, you know, get your order, your life in order because you're not going to be here. But on the way home, I went inside and I heard, my heart is God's heart. So I started saying it. It brings tears to me because I really didn't think I was going to make it. But I believed and I lived my life with hope and I have so much faith because faith is what fuels my hope. And I have to say that now, that was 2004, and you can tell I'm pretty alive. Anybody that I love will really find out how strong I am. Yeah, I absolutely believe that also. In my heart, my life changed when I took how I, I found my own power within, and I believed it, and I didn't let it go. And now it's just that's who I am. And if anyone could ever hear anything I say, just watch what you say and see good things happening. Your thoughts, your feelings, and your spoken words create the world you live in. It's your and- responsibility to do that. Nobody else is. Nobody's going to do it for you. You're absolutely right, and it takes a teaching positive thinking, and it absolutely makes sense to be positive and and to uh, to um, look to the Lord and uh, say your prayers and be positive about your life, and that uh, that um, we all are all very important, and that um, God's important in our lives. Absolutely, and we don't all have the same way of doing it. I mean, and and here's the other thing to remember. It takes a little bit of time because it's ingrained in you yeah. and everything around you reinforces fear and negativity. So, for instance, with me, with my family, I would be in the middle of doing something. Come, Well, and I'm not talking about a child bleeding or you know, anything, but it was something insignificant like uh, where's the ketchup in the refrigerator? Where in the refrigerator? If you if you searched it inch by inch, how long could it take you? You know, it was the sort of thing like it took me. From I would ask permission to continue my task before I address their non-issue, okay? And then I started saying, I would catch myself and I would say, when I finish this, I will attend to your needs. It took me a few months to be able to switch that thought from, well, here, let me finish this first, please. Do you know what I mean? The beseeching to like, wait a minute, I'm doing something here. You've interrupted it. And it's not, it's not about getting annoyed or irritated. It's just simply this is the way it is. And I'm going to finish this up. And not when I do that, I'll take care of what you need. Because unless, it, like I said, if, if you're bleeding or <laughs> there's an emergency, uh, I'm going to stop instantly and take care of that because it takes priority. But th- the reason I share this is it takes practice. Yes, everything around Yeah, reinforces that conditioning. However your path is, if you say in the name of Jesus Christ, good for you. If you say, (laughs) you know, bless Buddha, good for you. If you just say, you know, uh, I am that I am, I don't care what words you use. I don't care if you use a Buddhist chant, if if you, you say something in Sanskrit, if you just go silent inside yourself and you don't have to say anything out loud. Or like I do, I start toning. I just start. And I had a woman elbow me during a meditation because it bothered her. And I'm like, 
this is how I'm doing it. Why is your way better than mine? Correct. You know, so we have to give each other the space and allow, just like we, we alluded to earlier, zinc does nothing for me. It really helps some other people. You have to say, because it's listed, may not be something that is beneficial for you. Vitamin C is pretty good across the board for almost everybody. And if you'll notice, the foods that, that wherever you live, there's a food that's high in vitamin C, whether it's potatoes, which you don't even think about vitamin C, but yes, potatoes have a lot of vitamin C, or jalapenos, wherever you're living, the plants that grow there, there's going to be a plant that is high in the things that you actually need. But Susan, I will have to say this, that there are a lot of people that, you know, haven't really tried much of anything because they're that's true. confused, right? Right. And I think sometimes what comes out of me is that I'm almost 70 this year. I'll be 70 this year. And I came from serious, serious trauma, more than most people can imagine. I had more horrors, ha horrors happen in my life than most people could ever con conceive of. And all I really know for a fact that I had was a biological grandfather who prayed for me every day. So I, I can't help but think the prayers of a grandfather for their grandchildren don't help them even when they're not here, that ancestral peace is really important. So even though I agree, I, I agree. Me too. Even though I give people space to love Jesus or not love Jesus, and I'm not the girl Christian that's going to not like somebody if they tell me they're an atheist. That's not the kind of Christian I am. I don't so, judge Some people. of the very most moral and ethical people I know are atheists. Yeah, and they're so atheists because... Because of the way they were taught God was. <laughs> yes, I agree. But I'm a God-loving, God-fearing girl because I grew up and it turned out that my biological grandfather was a Methodist trailblazing minister who preached in the revival, you know, uh, camp tent, tent, tent shows, huh? Yes, I can't. That's why I kind of go on and on and on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I think we I think we're all in concurrence here that um it doesn't matter the path you take but if you're coming from a place of love it's very different than if you're coming from a place of fear and yeah. it's something I say all the time if you Absolutely. make your decision based on fear you will never get the results you're looking for if you I make your your decisions based on love you will and we really, truly need to, you know, I love each other. I mean, I do this theme. I start my show every every time with this. Come on, people. Smile on your brother. Everybody get together. Try to love one another. Yeah. And, you Susan, know, that's a figure. Go ahead. I, I believe that also using self-reasoning, too, um, so that they don't feel like, well, you've got to believe my way or not. Because one time I was driving home and I told my son, my oldest son, something. And he goes, well, it's got to be true, Mom, because you said it. And I actually pulled off the road, had a talk with him, and I said, honey, you have the right as a human being to question <laughs> anything I say or anybody else says and use your own reasoning. But then I added, and then after you discuss with me why you don't uh, believe in that, and then, and then I, uh, and I don't disagree, then I'll tell you I disagree, but then you have the right to disagree with me, and then I got back on the road. Yeah. <laughs> I totally agree. I never told my children I knew everything. I'd say, I don't, I don't know the answer to that. Let's go look it up together. 
Yeah, that way you're not raising sheeple. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right, 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 so right. it is important for us to consider that somebody else. Now, I, I did call somebody a blankety blank idiot. Uh, <laughs> I was right. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, you know, if you, I'm sorry, I just, my humor just gets in the way of, of being factual. Uh, we have so many options, so many opportunities to be loving and kind to one another. And um, it it's just, it's so easy to do. You know, sometimes when you've got that quick retort on the tip of your tongue, just to pull back a little bit. And I really think that we can deal with the viruses just just doing the thing of cleaning the surfaces around you and washing your hands, that alone. And then say, don't touch your face. Well, if your hands are clean, touch your face, you know. Yeah, you have common been sense ha- and reasoning. I believe that sanitary gloves you just throw off and throw away and wear wearing masks around. They should be wearing a sanitary glove and just pop them off their cheeks. You have some extras in your pocket. And then you're not worrying about trying to keep up with sanitary solutions and finding things to wipe off because you throw the gloves in the garbage. Absolutely. Yeah. I think carrying a pair of gloves is a really good idea. And one of the other foods that's mentioned that are that is good, and I particularly like, I love garlic. I really think garlic, raw garlic, chopped up, is, yeah. it's good for colds, flus, viruses. But it also keeps too. vampires away. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> uh, my acupuncturist said that when you cut the garlic, if you let it sit for like 10 minutes, yeah, it gives you more of those better benefits from it. It keeps you a lot what? of other people but away. You know how I do. Eat it, then we <laughs> you know how I do with garlic, though? I take my garlic clove and I smash it with the back, with the handle of the knife. And then take uh-huh. the uh, the peel off of it, you know, the tissuey uh-huh. peel. But that just brings it out. But slicing it doesn't do the same thing as smashing it does. So I highly uh, recommend I smashing. Yeah. I'm a smasher. Wow. You know, we brought up a lot of things that is really important for living and for the virus. Yes. Yeah, looking on the Internet, too, online, people can look up all types of things that are linked to health and find out. There are a lot of people with different health issues, too, and some people can take some things that other people can't, and so they need to get online and really investigate what's good for them. And you can link in, you know, this link to curing this, this link to curing that, and they'll find a lot available um, right. going online. And, you know, there's also that piece where people have allergies and they don't even know it because it doesn't go up on the outside of their body. It's on the inside, and they're not in touch with themselves enough to know it. And you can, like, if you have pain after you eat a certain thing, well, you get pain. If you just think about what you ate in the last 24 hours, sometimes you can find what food did that to you. Absolutely. And I'm going to mention we're, we're running uh, pretty close to the end of time. I am getting a colon hydrotherapy session next week. Uh, I started looking into quarter. cleaning out the gut and how important yeah. that is. That's good to do every quarter, you know, every um, solstice. That's what I do. Do you solstice and equinox? You do it, uh-huh. yeah. 
Uh-huh. Okay, four times a year. And that's probably sufficient, but it's really good for the body. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm like, okay, I'd kind of resist it. I don't know. But I, I have an appointment. I will uh, not get back to you next week because I'm not going to, I'm going to be doing a, a show that I've already done for next week. Uh, but uh, at some point, uh, we will talk about if if I like this, uh, which I'm pretty sure I will. I think it'll be very good for my health. Um, we'll do a show on that because I think look, any information look, we can get out to people is good. Look yeah. into also that after you clean out your gut, that you may also be cleaning out all the good things in your gut, too, that you want to put again, the probiotics yeah. and prebiotics back yeah. into your system. I, I totally agree. And That's why like antibiotics that. are so harsh on your body. I go to a really good osteopath, and she said if we just remember to have a few tablespoons of sauerkraut or, uh, you know, freshly, you know, brined something every day, that helps so much. I try to do that. So those things are good. I actually just got at Trader Joe's the other day. They were completely out of kidney beans, and I was complaining, why are you out of kidney beans? You've been out. Because the warehouse is out of them, because everyone is buying beans and canned fish and so forth, so there, there isn't any. I'm like, okay, fine. So their sample was Irish bangers and sauerkraut with Persian cucumbers in it. And I said, oh, that's, I'm not really a big sauerkraut fan, but this sauerkraut tastes delicious. She said, well, if you want it, you better get it now because we won't have it by the time St. Patrick's Day gets here. I'm like, okay. Well, that's interesting because look up sauerkraut online too, and it's organic sauerkraut that has no salt in it. Um, um, actually... Um, is very um, healthy for you and uh, something to look into because they, they they will claim all kinds of things about curing cancer or, or healing your body with sauerkraut as well, the fermented sauerkraut. I, I agree with that. That's good. That's all right, stuff. ladies, we've got Bye, you each have, have seconds day. to say something. <laughs> That's it. Uh, any last it was, thoughts? It was great talking with you, Susan. I'll Always great to, to talk to you, to you Shelly. All right, honey. And, and the other there, too. <laughs> yeah. So we're at, we're at a tri-state thing, Arizona, California, and Washington today. So, folks, we, uh, we've we actually had a, a good talk about some very serious stuff. Uh, you know, the, the, the president's talking at the same time. Uh, don't pay attention to what it is. Pay attention <laughs> to what I say. <laughs> Well, I have been monitoring the the speech, and honestly, unfortunately, it has been mostly about them trying to spin his response as somehow right. being, you know, credible uh, when awesome. we all know otherwise. Absolutely. And on that note, um, uh, the the liar in chief uh, is winding up, and the lovely woman, the dance your life away person. Susan is saying goodbye. Have a lovely day. You've been listening to Susan Harmon Experience. And don't forget, folks, to keep on dancing.